0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Get Well with Joelle. I'm your host, Joelle. Whether you're a hippie that wants to share peace, love, and joy, or you think, am I doing this right? You just went to a local Whole Foods or Trader Joe's because someone IG had hanging eucalyptus and was burning some sage, but you're still confused? Then I'm your girl, a spiritual Martha Stewart, so to speak. My purpose is to give insight to the collective on the ease of living spiritually. I'm here to guide you on how to bring awareness to everyday rituals and help bring more purpose to it. To be spiritual is to be one with yourself and God. You know, seeing the creator in you. Now, this is not the show to be PC, so here's my disclaimer now that these are all my thoughts and ideas. So all you got to do is sit back, relax, grab a notebook, get a beverage, and welcome to the I Am Ashram. Welcome back to another episode of Get Well with Joelle, I'm your host Joelle, and how is everyone doing today? Y'all surviving this full moon that just went down? Lord help us, we've made it here with episode 13, and so as we do every week, the doors to the I Am Ashram are now open, so take a seat get a notebook get your beverage and let's get into it so family first and foremost i'd like to congratulate myself as well as you all for getting through these chakras okay we are on the last chakra congratulations We are going to talk about the crown chakra today. And you know how we do in these neck of the woods. We start with the what? The facts. So my beautiful people, the crown chakra is the seventh chakra. And it is at the top, honey, top tier, top level of the chakra ladder. Which we know now starts with the root chakra which helps ground us on the earth, and it progresses upward to connect us to the universe and divine source of creation. The Sanskrit name for the crown chakra is Sarasarara. Oh, you heard that? That just rolled out the tongue, okay? (laughs) And it can be translated as a thousand petals. It's represented by the lotus flower. Sarasarara, I think I got that right, is located at the crown of the head. And, you know, this gift of the chakra allows us to experience unity and a selfless um, realization that everything is connected at a fundamental level. I know, I got real deep, real quick, okay, very Dalai Lama up in here. But, <laughs> that description, you know, it does seem out of reach. You may think, well, that sounds nice, you know, for some someone wearing Birkenstocks that goes to um, Burning Man and has a mohawk and maybe some hand tats. But, <laughs> but guess what? Ordinary people with normal lives can also reach this level of enlightenment. Okay, and that is the main reason I even wanted to start this podcast in the first place to show you that reaching enlightenment is not as far off as it seems. You know, yes, it's a goal to be living in a constant state of pure awareness, bliss paradise, but we are in the year of 2021. And let's start with some grace and start with just living with moments of pure awareness. Let's get to the basics. Okay. We And we have all experienced these moments at one time or another. You know, you have to, you're a human being. Have you ever felt unconditional love for someone? Have you experienced a miracle? Cause I know I do. Main miracle is that I'm waking up every day. That's a miracle in itself. So yes, well, the energy of the chakra allows us to experience, you know, this mystical, magical oneness with everyone and everything in nature. But it's just that we have the capability of reaching oneness with everyone and everything in nature. Take your pick on what do you want to try to connect with first? All right. So. If the crown chakra is out of balance, some of the things that you will notice are that you have lack of energy. You have lack of energy because your channel is blocked. So let's say your root through your third eye is clear, then all of a sudden there's a blockage. The energy has no flow. It's stuck inside the body so a range of emotional cues can also act as red flags pointing you in the direction of the blockage you know you might have a difficulty meditating you know have a lack of feeling connected maybe even a spiritual disinterest altogether or you're bored even though we know if you're bored thank the lord you know you can be feeling antsy just blah you're not you have you have no connection you know the there is a disconnect between the physical and the metaphysical you may be in a state of isolation or you're just desiring isolation and it's not detachment Physical symptoms that would show you that your crown chakra is out of balance would be things involving your, your mind, um, meaning poor coordination, maybe tension headaches, you're exhausted, uh, you have dissociation from your body, you're ungrounded, maybe even psychosis in some manner. Now, on the other hand, let's say you have a balanced crown chakra. You would be experiencing nirvana, darling, okay? Power of completeness. You would feel absolute, absolute in your purpose, in your being, in your inner happiness. You will have true appreciation and embrace a flexible, a flexible, and universal nature, you know what I'm saying? Balance true yin and yang understanding. The color that is associated with the crown chakra is the color white, but it can also be shown as a deep purple. You know, the aura color of the crown chakra energy can also be shown as gold, white, or just a clear. Bright light, child, okay? I just like to think straight diamond. That's going to be the color that I think of when I think of the crown chakra. And funny enough, anything clear or white or purple would be a great crystal to carry with you, to meditate with, to address the issue of a blocked crown chakra, okay? Clear quartz is usually used to clear negative energy. Um, Like I said, diamonds, okay, that's a powerful stone, honey. And that definitely releases a whole lot of energy, you feel me? And brings that illumination into your light, right? All those, the prisms, and it captures all the colors of the rainbow. Purple stones such as amethyst, aqua gang gang, or um, selenite is also good they have lavender quartz celestite Um, you can use blue sapphire a lot of those colds moldavite side note has anybody seen all of these moldavite tiktoks that these millennials are posting. It's kind of scary because <laughs> <laughs> you just see them freaking crying, boo-hoo crying on TikTok, talking about this is what the Moldavite did for them. That was a tangent, but these millennials got to chill. Just chill out. <laughs> Shoot, I don't even think it of millennials. That has to be some Generation Z shit because I can't even imagine opening up my mind to half of these things and the children they are they are wide open now remember with these crystals you don't have to be sitting in a field or like I said with your Birkenstocks and your man bun and light and sage and palo santo everywhere you could stick crystal like a clear quartz in your water bottle you can put it in the bathtub with you you can i know some people um sleep with the selenite under their pillow or next to them on their nightstand while they're sleeping you could even make um your crystal into like a pendulum and wrap some string or Something to allow it to dangle and use it like as like a yes or no. Maybe practice your intuition with it. That's another way you can also use your crystals. Moving on to our ambiance essential oils. Okay, my favorites. We can use cedar wood frankincense jasmine lavender myrrh neroli rose these are all very calming grounding things to help you align your mind body and spirit sandalwood of course darling and you already know with essential oils Rules would be to use a carrier oil if you're going to put it on your body. You can sprinkle it in your bathtub, um, rub some on different meridian points on your body, use it as perfume, um, make a room spray, spray your pillows, feel like you're in the Ritz-Carlton, honey boo boo. I feel like in this airy season, the crown chakra is really important because it can it can allow us to distance ourselves from everything that's, you know, kind of bogging us down, distraction, distractions, illusions. Um, if we focus on this chakra, it's a really good way to center ourselves back to just that self and connect with your innate sense of your well-being, your happiness, and beat down the everyday, mundane, and frankly things that just are not your business, it dissolves all that. The crown chakra represents freedom, a freedom of outside thought to reel it in and bring it back to your internal thought, which is connected to source. It's like our umbilical cord to the divine, you know what I'm saying? And that has been severed by all of these outdated, outlandish, outside interruptions in our prana or flip. The crown chakra can give us a way to connect to our inspiration, our deepest, truest freedom of self-expression. I had just written a tweet that I stated, every season has really given us no choice but to surrender to self-fulfillment and independent joy. I can see how this is a salvation and protection during the spiritual warfare. It is the path least chosen because the strength of resistance in the beginning. And you know, like I said, if all the other chakras, the six prior chakras are so muddled and mucky and yucky to get to this freedom, okay? All our laughs. We've had to fight. We had to fight, child. This inspiration, this uplifting, this reflection and pondering, you know, you get to release all of those aspirations when that channel is clear, that divinity that manifestation goes directly to God. The call will be heard. It will be heard and will be actualized. All of the A's, it'll be affirmed. You will have action. You'll have accountability. All A's this new year. That is the goal for all of us. And that is my prayer for all of us. And as we know, sometimes your inspiration can cause that chain reaction of actualization in somebody else's world and causing them to choose self-love and which will then allow them to love others as they love themselves. Prayer and meditation are also another way to tap into that inspiration, that self-love, that accountability, and the clearing. Of the past. They have things called mudras that help you place your hands in certain ways to receive certain energies. So, the mudra for the crown chakra is actually to put your hands in your lap and turn your palms up to the sky. Some affirmations that you can state while you're doing this mudra would be I am part of the divine. I honor the divine within me. I seek to understand and to learn from my life experiences. I cherish my spirit. I live in the present moment. I love and accept myself. I trust my intuition. I am grateful for all the goodness in my life. As you can see, most of these affirmations are centered with Showing the alignment, showing the path, showing the umbilical cord connection between you, yourself, and the creator, the divine, the one. If you want to get physical, physical, you want to get physical, get into your yoga, yoga. We can try something as a Headstand, okay? You want to put on some soca and dutty wine? One again? Two again? Get it. Get it, girl. Get it, boy. It's all about the alignment in the way you see fit. What works for you, okay? Ain't no shame in this game, okay? Believe that. Another technique... Um, that I have been learning about is called the emotional freedom technique or it's called EFT also known as tapping tap 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 in now I'm not gonna go through um tapping because there's a lot of different points that you can use to tap it's almost like a physical acupuncture I guess that's like the best way I could explain it Um, one tapping point in particular that I would like you all to Google is called the gamut point, G-A-M-U-T point. The nine gamut procedure in its entirety helps to move, um, a memory from the reaction, emotional part to the high functional part of your brain, the more rational part of your brain. So you definitely should try this out. It's really quick. It's really easy. And after you do your tapping, you want to journal. And you want to journal before and you want to journal after and kind of give yourself like a grading scale to see if um, whatever you bring up um, in your memory, if you can get that level of uncomfortability down after the tapping. They also have ones where instead of tapping, you kind of like move your eyes left to right, up, down, wink and blink and scrunch your face and stuff like that. And it kind of like confuses um, the brain to kind of move, like I said, the memory or um, remove that physical response from the memory. The body is a fabulous thing. That's so amazing. I also found some journal prompts online that are just, I feel like these are things that we might need to do almost monthly or maybe because it's the beginning of the new um, year. This would be a great prompt to do for yourself and just kind of check in with you. Let's start with, it's a 911 emergency, okay? Let's start with the beginning. What or who is God to you? What is your relationship with a higher power? Do you even feel like the higher power is something within you, outside of you, both? Where did that come from? You should go into depth on what God means to you. That alone, if that alone can't tell you the connection between you and God's source divine, that's a great starting point. And if that is a little too too much, start with other living beings, people, animals, plants, earth, and the universe as a whole. Have you ever experienced a sense of oneness with any of those things? What does that connection to those things, how does that make you feel? Do you feel like you have an individual identity while You're connected to all of those things or do you feel like you are separate from all things? You can get into some scripting. Visualize a day which you are at your highest and most authentic self. You're balanced. All the chakras are aligned, girl. You fart in Skittles, okay? True fleekness, okay? How do you move about your day? How do you speak to others? What kind of self-care things do you do? Write about this day in the present tense. That's what I love about scripting. Like you legit be like, yeah, girl, I'm in the Bentley. We went to the beach and I got to meditate while the ocean was slamming up on the rocks and the jetties and I had my fly bathing suit on and the sun was shining and the birds were chirping. Imagine yourself feeling this envisioned life and surrender it. Surrender it. Key alert. The keys, keys, keys. Then you can talk about the surrender. How do you practice the surrendering? Sometimes surrendering to me looks like fasting. um, With the crown chakra and... We usually talk about this with all the chakras, what kind of foods um, you can use to align yourself. Actually, with the crown chakra, it's actually the opposite. You would be fasting, soaking in sunshine, breathing fresh air. These are spiritual nourishments rather than bodily nourishments. So that period of refraining from your food, it provides you a break from worrying about physical demands you know, breaking down, digesting, so that literally all your focus is on is being devoted to your spirituality and your higher um, and highest consciousness. You can detox with water fast, you can drink broth, you can juice and maybe use the other colors of the um, fruits and vegetables to Help harness this um, alignment. Because we're going for the gold, baby. We're going for the gold. That is the meaning of life. To surrender. To be one. To focus on just that. Being. Focus on focusing on. (laughs) So... As I like to end, I have two quotes for you guys. The first one states, The question is not to know what is the meaning of life, but what meaning I can give to life. And that is by the Dalai Lama. The next one would be, Realize deeply that the present moment is all you ever have. Wherever you are, be there totally. Most humans are never fully present in the now because unconsciously they believe that the next moment must be more important than this one. And that is by my birthday twin, Eckhart Tolle. Like I said, people, it's, it's easier than you think. Try, 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 try. And that's all you can do is try. If you don't try, then what was working Would have worked right moment by moment, minute by minute, second by second, is the easiest way to get through your day. It's the easiest way to get through fleeting moments of trauma, sadness, lower vibration. But if you can just think thank you, God, I'm breathing right now, I'm blinking. I have a glass of water next to me. There's light. I have shelter. These are moments. These are moments of of gratitude, faith, happiness, joy, self-fulfillment. Because you're acknowledging just that. Your being and yourself. So as always, I just wanted to thank you for getting to know me this episode and I give thanks to you for opening up to receive just as I am opening up to receive you all and may the I am ashram give you the opportunity to open the doors to oneness see you next week